Hey, ghoul friends, it's me, Adrian, or Aiden. Either way, I'm still your host, and you are still listening to Susto, the podcast of ooky, spooky, scary stories. Thank you for tuning in. Welcome back. If this is your first time, welcome. I do, um, I did notice that I had some new followers online, so I'm assuming that that also means that you're new listeners. So, again, if this is your first time, welcome. Thank you so much. A really quick update, especially for the new listeners, because I've been hearing this a couple times. If you start listening from the very beginning, which you probably probably won't hear this. I'm going to have to post this on the socials as well, which is at Susto Podcast on Twitter, TikTok, Facebook, and Instagram. But if you're hearing this and you want to go back to the very beginning and listen, the very first episode, which is, of course, a classic, the story of La Llorona, it's episode one, or it's supposed to be. But when I migrated the show from its RSS feed, which is basically when I moved the show from its online host. Should have just said that. <laughs> the first time that I that I did that, that episode got lost or like, I don't know what happened to it, but I noticed that it wasn't on the feed. So then I had to go put it back. Now it's between episodes 11 and 12, but it's listed as re-upload episode one La Llorona. So if you'd been wondering about where episode one is, or if again, you're planning on going to the very beginning and listening to them, which if you're doing that, thank you so much. It's a lot of content to go through. I know the episodes are shorter than some other podcasts. I listen to podcasts that are sometimes like two, three hours long, but I listen to them in chunks. Either way, thank you for doing that. Super appreciate it. Speaking of thank yous, I need to give a big thank you to all of my patrons for the month of June, which also happy Pride Month. I want to give a huge thank you to all of my patrons. That's patreon.com slash podcast. That's going to be Dottie, Anna, Desiree, Monica, Jeannie, Cami B, Laurie, Karen, Julianne, Amanda, Angeline, Co, Sam, Josette, Victoria, D, Eva, Mario, April, Luther, Alejandra, Sadie, and Liza. Thank you all so much for your continued support. I say this in the letters to you when I write them, but I mean it every time. It means so much to me. Doing this show is so much fun and it's a passion project of mine. So of course I would do it without my patrons, but you all make it that much more worth it and that much more fun to be honest, because I get to do extra little things and send you goodies every now and then. So again, thank you so much. I will say about this episode. So two things, it's, I I feel like it's going to be a short one. I don't have a lot of context on it and I'll explain that to you after, of course, but before you listen to it, I do want to give a trigger warning. There are mentions of suicide in this story. So if you are someone who is sensitive to that, or if that is a trigger for you, listener discretion advised. With that being said, we will go ahead and jump into today's episode, which is the story of La Muerte Blanca. It all started earlier today, when a friend of mine burst into my house and slammed the door behind him. His eyes were wide with fear and he stood there breathing heavily, with his back against the door, as if he was trying to keep something out. I asked him what happened, and he told me this story. He'd been living with his aunt for the past year because his parents were in Mexico. They were doing mission work at a small hospital. The previous night, A disheveled man stumbled through the entrance of the hospital. He was screaming and appeared to be out of his mind with terror. They brought him over to a chair and let him sit down. As he caught his breath, he told his story. 
he claimed that his sister had been killed by something he referred to as the White Death. He kept saying it was coming for him next. Confused, the hospital staff asked him who or what a White Death was. With a look of fear on his face, he said that La Muerte Blanca was the White Death. She is the soul of a girl named Blanca, who died years ago. She died by her own hand, he said, alone and unloved. She hated life so much that she wanted to remove all traces of herself from the earth. So great was her desire to completely eliminate her own memory that she returned from the dead as a vengeful spirit set on killing all who knew of her existence. She is a girl, but not a girl, he said. She's not dead, but not exactly alive. She has cold black eyes and cries blood. She moves as if she's floating above the ground. She stalks her victims like a wild animal pursuing them across rivers and valleys, trailing them back to their homes. You are never really aware that she is following you until you hear her telltale knock upon your door. She knocks once for your skin, which she'll use to patch up her own decaying flesh, twice for your hair, three times for your bones, four times for your heart, five for your teeth, six for your eyes, and a seventh time for your soul. No matter where you go, La Muerte Blanca will track you down and you will hear her terrible knocking begin on the door. You can try to outrun her, but she's faster than any mortal. If you flee from your home while she's knocking on your door, she will follow you wherever you go. The terrified man was certain this entity killed his sister. He tried to tell the police about her, but they would not listen, dismissing it as a silly ghost story. Next, he tried to tell his priest, but the priest immediately shut the church door in his face and turned him away. The priest later said he had seen her spirit following him and refused to get involved out of fear. With his head in his hands, the frightened man said that La Muerte Blanca follows you forever until you tell someone else about her. Then she strikes. She kills you and begins following the person you told. After finishing his tale, the man stole a car from the hospital parking lot and vanished into the night. Apparently, my friend's mother and father immediately called his aunt and told her about the strange man they just encountered. They asked her if she had ever heard anything about a white death. She said she had not and they proceeded to tell her the story the man told them. His aunt got a phone call later that night. It was the police. They told her that his parents had been found dead outside the hospital, as if something had torn them apart. Later that day, my friend's aunt broke the news to him. As he cried, she told him she couldn't understand what happened. She recounted the whole story to him, telling him about the strange man who had turned up in the hospital just hours before his parents were found dead. She even told him how the man had given his parents a weird and disturbing story about someone called La Muerte Blanca. When he hung up the phone, he struggled to come to terms with what happened. It almost didn't seem real to him. When he got home after school, he found the front door of his aunt's house standing open. Inside was a trail of blood, 
leading into the kitchen. There, on the kitchen floor, he found his aunt's body. She too had been torn from limb to limb. In shock, he ran out of the house and all the way across town, never looking back, until he reached my house. As he told me this story, I could hardly believe it. Within the space of a day, his mother, his father, and his aunt had been murdered. It all seemed too far-fetched. But before I could utter a word, my friend and I both recoiled in horror as we heard knocking at my front door. We've been staring at the door for an hour now. Neither of us wants to open it. The knocking is still going on, growing louder and louder. She never gives up. She never quits. La muerte blanca is unstoppable. I think she wants to scare us, my friend and I. I think she wants us to blame each other. And I do. I blame my friend. He should have never told me about her. As I sit here in my house listening to that knock growing louder, I wish a lot of things. I wish she had killed my friend before he reached my house. If he had never told me about her, I wouldn't be in danger now. I'm sorry I ever met him. And I'm sorry for you too. I'm sorry I made you listen to this story. I'm sorry I told you about La Muerte Blanca, because now that you know about her, she'll be coming for you next. Okay, first, let me just say sorry. <laughs> this idea of a, an evil entity or spirit or whatever that just plays tag basically with people. You know what it is? And I'm going to show my age again here. It's it's one of those uh, chain emails. If you don't send this to, some, to 15 people, you're going to miss your car payment for three years or something like that. It, it's definitely one of those things. And we've seen movies about it. Like that it follows. It's in the title. It follows it. And which I've actually never seen that movie, but it's very that. It's very chain email, text chain, woo-woo, superstitious. You have to, which I understand why people, I guess, would do that now because let's just be very honest and very real. If you are on the internet and you are posting stuff, if you are consistently posting stuff, the ultimate goal is become rich and famous, even if we don't, you know, th at least that's how I feel. And obviously, here I am, you know, making content, because I do love it. But who doesn't want to be rich and famous? I know people, some people are not built for it, but sign me up. And it's very that so that what I'm saying, what I'm trying to say, follow me <laughs> is that I understand why people would make that kind of content now, because pretty much anything can be monetized. If you get enough views, enough engagement on something that you post online, I'm getting there slowly to my point is I don't understand why people used to do that in emails. Because with an email, it was like, if it got sent to 15 people, then yeah, cool, the chain would keep going. But the initial sender like never like didn't get anything out of that. There was no engagement. There was no, you know what I mean? So I'm like, why would people send those? Anyway, but why is the vengeful? Well, I mean, we know her motive. She doesn't want people to know that she exists or ever existed. I think this is a great story and also just and I, I did get this story from a website 
called Scary for Kids. So this is actually a website that I've seen before and it's it's a website with scary stories. It seems that it's supposed to like teach kids about grammar and storytelling and whatnot, but I did go in and change a few things here and there. This will all be in, of course, the Susta Google Docs and Patreon, but I felt like this was a very quintessential around the campfire at the slumber party, the overnight school field trip camp whatever scary story that you would tell with people it was really good because then it like leaves that lingering fear also i'll I'll say it now i'm not trying to put any negative energy all on you all i started reading this story a couple days ago so and i haven't heard i'm you know what i don't even want to say it because next time i hear knocking i'm gonna jump but you will be fine. Like I said before the story as well, I also, there wasn't a lot of context and that's why I feel like this is a very quintessential campfire ghost story kind of thing because with some other stories, you know, I've been able to venture into the ideas of patriarchy, misogyny, substance abuse. There's different versions of the story, but I'm not going to lie. I tried searching this the title of this, which is La Muerte Blanca or The White Death, I mainly found just this one story. One of the websites that I found it on said the origin is from Mexico, but again, I had a hard time finding any other results that showed it coming from somewhere else. I will say the only other thing that kept popping up when I searched The White Death was something about this soldier from like World War Two, which has it, it had nothing to do with the story. It's just that that's that was a nickname is they called this soldier the White Death. Um, but again, it had nothing to do with this story. So it made it very hard to search for this <laughs> and to find more context and like origin on this story. But again, it could be one of those things that someone just wrote recently and they're like takes place in Mexico. There you go. So if you've heard anything about it, please let me know. Alright, I mean, like I said at the beginning of this too, I felt like it was going to be a short one. Thank you all so much for listening this episode. Again, if you are wanting to go back to the very beginning and listen to the episodes, episode 1 is embedded between episodes 11 and 12. So if you just scroll down and you look between those two, it's going to be there, I promise. It just got shifted when I moved online hosts. And uh, and if you are going back and listening from the beginning, thank you so much. I really appreciate that. And I hope that you notice the growth and how much I have put into this episode or, or into this show from the very beginning. Anyone who just started following and just started listening, thank you so much for joining us. Pull up a chair, grab a hand, we'll start the seance. If you want to follow along for any and all updates on the show, you can do that by following at Susto Podcast. Once more, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or TikTok. If you have your own scary story, video, audio recording, whatever it is, or a picture and you want me to share it either on the show socials or on the show itself, you can do that by sending me a DM on the socials. You can also email me to sustopodcast.gmail.com or leave your story in a review if you're able to type out a review, depending on where you're listening. If you haven't listened to the last episode, which was Letters from the Beyond Part 2, I really love doing episodes like that. It was so fun. I love hearing from you all. So please send me more so I can do more episodes like that more often. You know what I mean? Once again, thank you so much to all the patrons. If you're interested in signing up for Patreon, you can visit patreon.com slash podcast. Check out all the tiers and all the perks that you can get from becoming a patron. And I will leave you with that and tell a friend. Bye. <laughs>